Say What? Say What Radio Show. With no agenda. It's always a surprise. But if we're not having fun, we're doing something wrong. And welcome to the Say What Show. This is March 27th, 2021. My name is Nancy Hop. Did I say Say What? Yeah, okay. <laughs> Nancy Hopkins with me is Dolly Howard and Christia Cummings Slack. And hello, girls. How are we today? Dolly, how are you doing? You're, you had your mic open. So. Oh, I'm sorry. No, 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 no. I thought That's it was a, closed. I know, but I saw it was open so I could start with you so you didn't have to fuddle. <laughs> Oh, oh, <laughs> good. <laughs> I, I'm, I'm good. Okay. How are y'all? Well, let's ask Christia. How are you, Christia? I'm really good. Um, glad it's Saturday. Glad to be here. I can't believe it's already been another month. I know. It's like it zoom, me zoom, zoom. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I feel like the time's going zoom, zoom. <laughs> so, what have you been doing this month? That's a good question. Um, well, same as always, working with spiritual mentoring and coaching. That's always. And then Wednesday mornings, I got my radio. And Thursday, I do my live uh, class. But I can't remember if I mentioned last month or not. My undergraduate art professor, Marilyn Drewinskis, I was her apprentice for a couple uh, grant projects and I actually went to Italy with her and um, uh, studied painting with her uh, in the Umbria region. She is in her 80s now and she contacted me and we're doing an art project together with two other women from Britain and then we're going to do probably a virtual show because of COVID um, but I'm really excited to be part of, uh, this project. And honestly, I'm not too sure what we're doing. I'm just creating right now. I'm just doing some abstract watercolors and doing things that I don't normally do. Um, cause I make such, you know, uh, spiritual work for my, you know, cause I do a lot of my artwork either for commissions for clients or um uh, for my you know teaching tools for my art uh for my um my regular weekly class um so it's kind of fun to just kind of let loose and uh when I was in Italy I discovered a technique for my watercolors where I take the watercolor paper and I put water down and then I put pigment down and then I put like natural found objects like shells rocks um uh, maybe leaves uh crystals you know different things and then i pull i take pigment on my brush my wet do wet into wet and then put pigment around those objects and then let them dry and they leave uh just like how wets you would leave a a imprint in wet cement it leaves an imprint and then I might put salt in it or um and then it makes these like starbursty things so right now I'm just building up layers and um playing and it's it's fun because I don't normally do that kind of um fine art you know my art seems to have more of a content or a purpose 
So it's um, actually fun for me to um, experiment and just play with the um, the materials. So, so I've been doing art, um, and I just finished a big crochet commission for a gal in um, Hawaii. She loves my um, rainbow hearts. I actually took um, uh, a couple different patterns, and then I put them together. For my own thing. And um, so it's like a big heart. A crocheted heart. And then I use different colors. So it's rainbowy. And then I make tiny little hearts that come off of it. That um, I do in each you know rainbow. Roy G. Biv. Red, orange, yellow, green, blue, purple. And um, hang them hang down from them. And then I recycle um, the little thing that goes around the water. The little hoop. I make the um, a crochet around that hoop. To make the um, uh, the little hook that you hang it hang it with, so just you know having fun and um, and it's already it was um, ninety here today. <laughs> I guess we're not going to get a spring. <laughs> uh, it was ninety here too. Yeah, I mean, I, where's spring? I think it's gone. And that was. When I got up, oh, well, I didn't get up till one. <laughs> I was thinking it was early in the morning, but, well, forget that. I had to, che- I had to check the temperature, which wasn't that high, but my super-duper AC doesn't seem to be as AC as it was last year, you know. And then I thought about it, and I said, maybe it's the humidity. Do we have a high humidity, De- Dolly? Are you feeling that? Oh, I I don't know. I haven't been outside since I went out there this morning, and I didn't notice. Uh, um, I've been busy working in my closet. Oh, <laughs> okay. The kids put you in the closet now. You have to. Yeah. That's where you do your work. <laughs> All my clothes things are cleaned out. And the hangers are cleaned out, and I got new hangers, so the new hangers have the clothes on them. Everything is organized by color. It's, it looks pretty cool. Next is the shelves. Oh, my God. Good for you. Good for you. Okay, so, um, it's, it's, but yeah, I'm assuming you're still busy with your clients and, and everything, that this is the way that you're kind of like, getting into a little bit of a new creative head trip there yeah 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 i'm i'm really busy with clients i actually have to um uh i didn't turn anybody away but i've had to schedule them out a couple weeks yeah uh yeah Mm -hmm. well that's good i mean i'm sorry so many people need your help but it's good they're coming to you if they need help (laughs) because i'm sure that you do help them Thank you. I've actually been working with some, um, uh, well, some people who've got some serious stuff going on, but I'm happy to report, um, I could, uh, I'm not too sure where that music's coming. Am I doing that? No. No, it's me. I think that's Nancy. It's me. Oh, yeah. I was like, I don't have anything on, I promise. (laughs) (laughs) Um, but, um, uh, yeah, so really, I'm really grateful to be able to help people who are really having a hard time, be it with, uh, you know, physical pain, emotional stuff, 
um, right now I'm working with a gal. Uh, I've known her f- probably since '05, but she's been in pain for since for two years now, and she's had every test under the sun. And I reconnect with her last October, and what's interesting, I woke up one morning a couple weeks ago, and she was on my mind. So I texted her, and I said, oh, you know what? Seen you in a while, just you were on my radar. I'm here if you need anything. <gasps> she wrote back, you're an answer to my prayers. I need a session right away. <laughs> so then um, I uh, I was like, okay. So I said, well, I don't have a session right away, but I got this and this and I can do this. And um, so she proceeded to tell me what she's been, you know, that she'd been all through these tests and I can't find anything wrong with her. I said, well, I I think it's spiritual, and I think I can help you. I said, you know, I'm usually people's last resort um, when the medical community can't find anything wrong with them. Uh, I know it's in spirit. I I know I can can get in there and get it. Um, And I'm happy to report her pain level went from an 11 out of a 10, you know, out of a 1 through 10 scale to a 2 when we're done and she's been maintaining the two um and we've been working every week but i'm happy to report i want to get her down to zero but to get her from an 11 down to a two i'm i'm happy well that's a big accomplishment yeah yeah um in the last since in this last month since we haven't seen you things have um let's say oh you know, I tell him I'm on the radio, so now he's got to come back and tell me, oh, gee. I understand that completely. I am on the radio, please. I'll talk to you in a couple hours. <laughs> Jesus Christ. And you know who it is. It's Michael. No, Michael. Michael, Michael Henry Dunn. Oh, for crying out loud. You know, it's like... Okay, it's I'm like the only radio show. he thinks I have is the one show with him. <laughs> what do you mean radio? See, oops, sorry, misunderstood. He came back and said it again. You know, I mean, all right, it's not, you didn't hear it because it's open, but oh my God, he's so funny. I love him to bits. Anyway, um, so in this in this last month, um, the only way I can explain it is that there's a new layer to the game we're playing. It's like there's a uh, the game board has changed drastically, and it went one from one of a very 3D physical nature to one of uh, high spirituality. And I felt it happening um, for a lot of reasons. Uh, there were so many indicators that this was this was what was happening. But it all really accelerated um, in this last week when some other things happened that I've talked about before. You don't need to hear them. But we got in contact with, well, a woman came into our radio life uh, by the name of Jessie Zabota. And she is, as a child, she was born into the lineage of the Illuminati and was to be this high priestess. So from the age of four and a half, uh, she began training to be this, you know, very powerful person. 
And her story is is that very shortly after this all started to happen, she um, became uh, in contact with with Jesus and and the, and God. And so her, let's say her reason for continuing through, and I I don't want to even mention, but you know the the worst horror stories you've ever heard, Christia. This woman le- lived as a child. Okay, because they were trying to induce her psychic abilities, her her mystical, magical abilities. So they took everything to the extreme, and yet she had already found Jesus and God, and began to see herself as somebody that had to go through all this because there had to be a witness to tell what happened. And she is. Uh, She's she's showing a universe of satanic activity that we can get into. But my question to you is, when you're when you're because you called yourself the the angel medium, and we all believe it because the angels are always with you. But do you actually because we've also alluded to the other side, the the entity side, the dark side that seems to be let's say, uh, not as productive, <laughs> kind of negative, <laughs> than, this, you know, what we believe it should be, you know, God's side. Do uh, you want us to, because Dolly also can talk, you know, about what Jesse's been telling us, and maybe you want to, maybe you should get a perspective on that. But I'm, I'm throwing it to you. To me? No, not to, to you. To, to, to What's your question? Okay. What's your question? My question is: Is do you? Okay, let, all right. Let me let me just, Dolly. You want to explain basic the basics of what uh, Jesse is telling us is out there? I get, I get, I get it. I don't need you. Don't need to explain. Okay, it. I want right. to know what your question is. My question is: Is do you also think that Satan has minions of essentially corporate beings that are manipulated by being mind controlled? into doing really evil things or outright you know this is your yes. life and they choose that and that there are all these people out there that are all I mean we know most of them and that it you would 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 be comfortable thinking of Obama as the high priest who's taken over Soros position well okay this is the deal and you know this it's a story right right so I'm going to say this. There's 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 truth to everything. There's some level to truth to everything. It's what you choose. And and I because I have personally had to battle some really dark stuff and it now to me the really darky dark stuff tends to be a combo of ETs and uh satanist stuff. It's a combo. It's uh, the real dark, dark, dark stuff. It's not just one thing. It's a, it's a combo. And when humans who are misguided and misled and who do ugh, drink the Kool-Aid, so to speak, um, they are used... Um, and I will say this, depending on the level of user or the entity 
be it um, be it a demon or uh, an entity, a darkie, um, dependent on the person, dependent on what they contracted. You know, we don't know someone's soul story. You know, they may have contracted to do that darky dark stuff for whatever reason. You know, again, we're not here to judge. You know, that's God's, that's God. We, we're not here to judge. But what we are here to do is if you know your light without a shadow of a doubt, this is not the time to sit on the sidelines. And I'm going to sound preachy, but if it, it, this is the time that we have to claim our light. There is so much going down. And like you said, you felt the higher, like the shift into the higher. There is so much going down. There's so many, so many stories. And what are, what are you choosing to put your human consciousness? What are you investing? What story have you chosen to invest your human consciousness in where are you spending your time you can't one day be incredibly uncompassionate and unempathetic to someone and then the next day act like you're you know miss goody tissues you just can't we we're not going to be in duality anymore you can't sit on the fence anymore you can't this is not a time where neutrality you have to choose and some people, some humans have contracted their soul away. And I do know for a fact that some humans aren't human anymore. Um, there's only so many humans, so many human souls, and some of them are, are, are not. They might appear to be human, but they're not human. And I, I choose not to get too much into the drama of the story, but I do know that parts of that story are very true. Um, I just choose not to, I don't want to get too attached to the story, if that makes any sense. Yes. And I, I absolutely honor that position. Um, but what she also brings to the, to the scenario is an expansion in the story. She tells the horror side of it, but she is, uh, you know, a chaplain and works for a lot of really amazing nonprofit organizations. And her belief is that if she can have people understand the dark side, then they will then become mindful act activists in, in the right side. In that instead of, you know, saying, oh, woe is me and look at this, it's terrible. No, you can you can actually, if you understand that this is like almost like a business deal. And that people, that evil people and the evil entities have come in and stolen your God-given rights. And you may have inadvertently made a contract, but very often they just stole it from you. And that you are, and she fills people with the belief that, that we are capable of, you know, making that situation right by making the evil back out. No, you can't steal my stuff, and I don't have any contract with you. So she's actively teaching people how to become mindful in 
you know, working from a, the concept of claiming your own sovereignty. And I find that to be the real message that she's bringing to the table. Yes. And I'm going to post something. I don't know if you guys, um, I've got something here that's a prayer on, um, let's see if it lets me do that. If you can post it in the thing. It's basically a prayer on how to reclaim your sovereignty from the dark forces. Um, And then I've got, um, I also recommend this. Uh, This is something I've wrote myself. Claiming your light. Um, because Earth is a free will zone, she's spot on. Um, we, you've got to claim your light. Um, you have to say it out loud. Um, and then this is the God's full armor. I rewrote, uh, the Bible. Um, it's in the Bible. And what I did was I rewrote it so I could, um, make it user friendly. <laughs> Okay. Well, you know, because the Bible is kind of this weird languagey. Uh, I needed it to make it like you know something I could read every day. <laughs> um, okay. But I will say this one thing. You know, I I was having uh, I had shared with you I'd been having anxiety and not sleeping, and um, I've really got that all under control, and I was being attacked. Um, by a combo of uh, entity and um, demonish stuff. But I always believe that what we go through, at least me personally, I go through things so then I can turn around and help others. So I know I went through that horrendous time uh, and I'm through, the, I'm through the rabbit hole now so that I can help other people. And um, I have been doing the um, the beloved mighty I am presence, which is your soul, and then using the violet flame to burn, blaze, boil, and drive all human creation through to the beginning to the very beginning of my soul, first incarnation on the planet, and then through my DNA. And I kid you not, if I get a little, let's say, oh my ankle hurts, I'll run the violet flame, the pain goes away. Oh my knee hurts, I run the violet flame, pain goes away. Oh, I'm having a little anxiety. Run the violet flame. Pain, the anxiety goes away. So I've just been running the violet flame consistently, um, and I'm okay. I'm wait, just amazed. wait a minute. What 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 do you define the violet flame as being? Oh, the violet flame, the all-consuming violet flame. Do you know about the Saint Germain Foundation? Yes. Yes. So I use the great pillar of the violet all-consuming flame. Up through my beloved, up through my energy field, all the way up to my beloved mighty I am present. Okay, but you're imagining this purple flame in, in, in your imagination. So, And it's a spiritual flame, yes. It's, it's a spiritual flame, but you're giving it a playground in your imagination when you accept that possibility, yes. creating a, you know, a conduit for the purple flame to do its thing. Now the yes, purple to burn, flame, blaze, boil, and drive. Mm-hmm. All right. Now, so the purple flame is because you hear it in a lot of different ways. But what what do you think is the source of the purple flame? I think it's directly related to God and our and our soul. 
so it's like a connection to God. It's like oh, yeah. you're calling on. Okay, so it's like the, it's the energy it's, frequency of God. Well, I see it as it was a creation of God to give to us because Earth is a free will zone. We have to take responsibility for what we've created. It's a way for humans to clear their creation because every human creation is imperfect because we're not God. And I had this aha moment that uh, to free from all discord and imperfection, past and present, every human creation is limited because it's human, because humans are limited. You know, we're human. You know, we're, we don't know the whole deal. And, and clearing that and then clearing my DNA and the cells in my body. And uh, I've been doing it consistently. And I will say this. I feel, I don't know, done better. And I've just been consistently keeping my energy field clear all the way up. So I take it all the way up to the highest, 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 highest part of me. So when you do that, do you make your body perfect? Well, I don't think we'll ever be perfect. But in that moment, I'm trying to, yes, to, I, I'm to let go. To of, figure out the main goal. Oh, the main goal for me is because I'm seeing pain as imperfection, like like thoughts or belief systems in my DNA. I may not personally believed in it, but, you know, it might be in my DNA a couple generations back or it might be in my DNA from three lifetimes back. It could be, you know, in my soul patterning that kind of got clunked up. Who knows? Who knows when it was in there? So my goal is just to clear it so that my soul, my beloved mighty I am presence, has full access to my human consciousness. Because I'm right now I'm teaching a class called Soul Awakening. And my goal is that our human consciousness to take a back seat and that my soul's consciousness be the main consciousness now. And that my human consciousness and un, like subconscious and unconscious, you know, take a back seat so that I can be soul driven. I want to be soul guided. I want to be here while I'm here. I mean, I mean, I guess what I want to say is I want to live what my soul is here to live. And humans, God love us, but, you know, we get all kinked up with the 3D. We can get sidetracked with emotions and things in the 3d and um and we can kind of forget why we're here we could even forget that we're spiritual we can even forget that we're you know because out of sight out of mind we are programmed or have been in the past you know no pain no gain better suck it up buttercup if you can't see it it's not real we personally may not believe those thoughts or those belief systems anymore but because they were once in the beep 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 in the world your great grandma might have believed it or your great 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 it's there somewhere so clearing that consistently clearing stuff um am i making any sense yeah okay so just yeah so just using the violet flame to clear any human creations that could be limiting I do have I do have a uh, well 
Okay. I didn't feel comfortable from my own perspective. Okay, this I'm just talking for myself. Uh, of stepping back and letting my so-called higher self or soul take charge. Um, I kind of think that defeats the purpose. Because to me, the human being is here to evolve at the human being point. And we're perfect at the spirit. My soul is perfect. I, I you know, I, nothing going to be fixed there. But to evolve the human species into what we can, the potentiality and beyond, even things we can imagine. And to do that, I think we have to uh, stay in the forefront and use the guidance of our perfect self. And the key here is that there would be, there's much more learning when you actually have to participate in, in the training versus sitting back and watching a training movie. Does that make sense? Yeah, I, I do believe what you're saying because Earth is a free will zone, so we got to do the work. I mean, I do believe in doing the work. I mean, because I do my. I do my forgiveness prayers every day and meditation. So, I mean, I do think we got to do the work. I mean, I don't think we don't have to do the work. But I want, I want to be open to being soul guided. Meaning, I want to make sure that my human self isn't getting derailed by pretty shiny things when I need to be doing, you know, oh, doing the work. But that's half the fun. You know, <laughs> seriously, that's that, that's half the fun. I don't want to get sidetracked. Well, well, but, but, I just feel like a, there's so much to do. <laughs> but, but but see, you gotta have the you've gotta you, you've gotta be able to go down those side side trips to mm-hmm. get the uh, let's say the taste, the smell, the 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 real feeling of you know being physical, being alive mm-hmm. in the 3D environment, and that's what we're here to experience, and. You know, so and 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 by understanding that, you're more able to come to a more perfect conclusion of what what is and what could be. Because you know, we don't what was is behind us. Forget about it. You know, what is and and what could be. What what could we make the future? Because your future can't predict it, but you can create it. And we have to be more proactive in creation. And, and putting out there to, to, you know, hey, universe, this is, you know, we want this instead of getting, you know, like, you know, zombies and watching all this death and destruction, which then did programs into the future. No, we have to leave all that stuff behind us, but we got to understand it because it's just a story and we're in this thing, you know, we might, you know, I mean, how many times did the teacher tell you to read chapter so-and-so and it sucked, but you had to read it anyway? Some of these stories we have to know. <laughs> you know, we might not understand what the teaching is until much further down the road. But um, No, I, I think that, that, that uh, it, it's a weird thing because even though I know that the game is, has gone into a, a level of... Um, uh, I, it's not really higher. It's it's like the energy is slightly more intense, and not in a bad way. It's just more of it because we've added the layer of spirituality. Now, what are we talking about? Do these people really think that they can, you know, do all the awful things that they they've done and continue to get away with it? Well, they could until we started finding out about it, 
And now it's like, wait a minute, you can't be doing this crap. You know, they got our attention. We're awake, so we're going to take another. Uh, we learn more about ourselves, what our what our weaknesses are, what you know could be, what could have gone wrong. Into you know, whoa, whoa, let's start, you know, let's take another look at this and and, and take another you know evolutionary step in confronting that that paradigm of reality and you know saying no we don't accept that no contracts there gone so what do we create now and we're very much into the uh, what, are, what are you going to create okay I'm sitting here listening to you guys and thinking about how I look at things and there's we've just uh, at least I've sat I sat here and went through three different ways and and I'm asking God wow you know there, there's these Nancy's way and and Christia's way and they kind of blend together in certain aspects thank God and uh, it depends on Christia likes chance she likes to say things uh Nancy likes to just go at it like a bowl in a china cabinet. I like I like to do it. Uh, I'm here to experience things and and to help as many people through this whatever we're going through as I can. And I've come to the place where okay, it's up to them. We've taken them this far. Now I'm back to trying to experience and and grow my soul. My the knowledge, collect more knowledge for in my soul. But if somebody comes to me and wants some help with the spiritual thing, sure, I'm willing to do it. And I have always believed, yes, there is a devil. Yes, there is a God. And it's a he God because he had Jesus. And yes, there is a Holy Spirit. And so I have my way that's different than their ways. And I go straight to God. I don't pussyfoot around with anybody else between us. Oh, I probably shouldn't have said it that way. Well, it's the way I do it. Um, I go straight to God, uh, and and I seem to be being okay with it. I get answers, and I hear him laughing at me, so I don't think I'm in trouble for not putting somebody between me and God. And so that's how I do it. And then I'm thinking all these thoughts. You know how fast you can think. In seconds, I had all those thoughts. And I'm getting this answer. Yes, they're all okay. And there's even more ways than just these three ways. They're all okay to obtain the end goal. Be with your maker again. Uh, and and it's it's a struggle. We are in <clears throat> the midst of the good against the evil, <clears throat> and we are helping it. That's part of why we came here. We're educating people in different areas, and uh, we're sending out love. I send out more love blankets now than I ever have, plus other kinds of blankets with stuff in it. Uh, and it needs to be done right now. So I feel like we're coming to this place where there has been a humongous spiritual change. I just, I just feel it. And and 
I feel we're getting close to something really big. I don't know what it is. I know what I wish it was, but I don't know what it is. But um, I, I think people are feeling inside them something is different in me. I'm looking for something else other than I thought I ever would. And and uh, the, the main thing that I want to get across is there's so many ways to get to the end and, and ask people, don't be judgmental of of other people you see who are trying to get to where we're going in their own way uh, because like Christia isn't being mean toward Nancy because Nancy believes a little bit different than she than Christia and Nancy isn't being mean to Christia because Christia looks at it a different way and nobody's being mean to me I'm not being mean to anybody else because we're all we love the, the, the we love the, the 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 answers to life are love love defeats evil evil cannot be in the same place love is and uh so god gave me the message you say it's okay whatever path you take but it's nice to discuss what paths you take because you might want to add something or delete something in the path you're taking from what you hear from other people so I'm done okay there we go could get the mute button on um well, every single human being is unique because you're in, you know, your own unique place in space. And so your observation of what's happening around you, it's all different. You can't, it's never going to be the same. So we should, should embrace these differences. And I, you know, I love listening to, to Christina, it was, Christia. It was just that from my vantage point, you know, I have a different way of looking at it. And I know that some people out there would like to hear that. Oh, yes, that's more like what I... Yeah, yeah, I'm more like that. Because there are so many... And if you don't talk about this stuff, it doesn't get talked about. It doesn't get into the superconsciousness of humanity. Yes. So I, just, I just love the fact that, you know, we can have these conversations. We used to have these conversations all the time. This was the way that I grew up. You had these kind of conversations. And now it's because no because we lived in a free world then, where you could think what you wanted to think as long as you didn't hurt anybody else. Golden rule, you know, do unto others as you've had done unto yourself. The Ten Commandments. I mean, it was a simple world, but now it's gotten very much more complicated. And you know, in some in some area arenas. No, we would have been at yelling at each other. You don't believe like I do. You know, there's something wrong with you. No. I love the no. fact that she's got a different way of looking at it, and it works for her. It would not and, work for me, and that's and what we got to understand. work for some others, too. I mean, yes. uh, n- n- not the whole thing. I mean, we all have our own ways, not the whole thing. But I love that we can come here and share all these different things. And learn new things. That's that's the part I like. And probably we can a, share and learn the new. 
And probably if we were looking at chat, they'd be saying, no, I don't believe that. I believe this. I mean, because they, they, they've got all this. And that that's what, what why I love our chatters and I love the people that listen to us is that they came here. I mean, let's face it. Nobody would be led to the things that we talk about unless they were already being guided yeah. and open to it. So, you know... I love the fact that Jan Jan does the stuff that she does because she puts things out there that you don't see it. Well, and I'm going to make a public announcement now. I don't do any more videos, not in Brighton, not on, on uh, what is it, uh, Rumble. Rumble. And then Facebook has banned me for three months. Normally it's three weeks, but we got banned for three months, and I'm sure if I, I stick my head up, they'll shoot at me again. Um <laughs> So you have to go to the go to the uh, radio tab on every page and go down to where it says archives. You click on that and you can the archive for the week. It's got all our shows. It'll give you the link to the podcast and you can get podcasts. But this is the only way we can operate. I'm not going to get into the details because I've done it in other shows. But it it's just got it's it's impossible to work with. So I'm just going to say we're audio, audio only. We're not going to try to, you know, and audio is working, actually. Um, we're now downloading as many podcasts as we were on Facebook. And the podcasts are downloads, so you're getting a count of how many people have downloaded it, which is a, probably a better indicator <laughs> that... The, they're actually being listened to than views on YouTube, which they manipulate all the time. I never knew. Uh, I'd watch it go up to a certain level of views and subscriptions, and then it drops suddenly. You know, I mean, they were mucking with us long before they just, you know, threw long me out. Long before we found out. They threw me out. <laughs> <laughs> you were so bad. I was but so they didn't terminate the station, so it's still... You can still get the old uh, videos up there if you're new to the station. But, uh, yeah. So, uh, anyway, now I've interrupted myself and we were talking about uh, the, how did, everybody's different. Everybody's got a different perspective on reality. But the key is, is, are we seeing a reality that has the same kind of structure to it? You know, not greed not profit, not all the things that we find negative in, in that, you know, matrix reality. But what do we want? And all you, you don't have to get down to the details. The details will all change with, with each person. We're all going to build our own houses in the way that we, you know, really want them and dream of them and create them. But um, the fundamentals, which to me goes down to the golden rule, the four, Ten Commandments. So... Yeah. So thank you for sharing what you shared with us, Christia. Oh, you're welcome. And I do believe many paths, one, one God, many paths. Yes. And I think it's important that everybody, because everybody's unique, that everybody finds what works for them. And some people might take a little bit of this, a little bit of that, a little bit of that. And find a combo that works for them. Yes. And I think that's important. I think it's really, really, really important. Discernment, discernment, discernment. And if something isn't working, that's okay. Don't let it go. You don't need to argue with it or engage it or, you know, uh, 
poo-poo it. You can just move forward. Try something new. Yeah, you don't have to argue with people or put people down or, you know, because there's plenty. There's plenty of ideas. There's plenty of different ways of doing something. And, you know, by being open to different ways, you might learn something. Yeah. You know, like Nancy sharing her perspective, you know, that I value that. I think it's really important because I like to see and hear and, you know, me being who I am, when people talk, I'm actually visualizing stuff or looking at it energetically. So I I appreciate, um, you know, tuning into people so that I can understand things. Um, but, yeah. I have another question there. You said um, that you thought... Okay, what would you define as demonic, and what is the interference with the ETs? How are they working together? If you don't, I mean, you, I would love to hear that information. Well, I also believe that when you talk about it, you conjure it up. So I don't really like talked about too much, but I will say this: Let's say a human is not really self-aware. Okay. They've not done too much self-awareness. And energetically, they've got attachments. They could have had attachments eh, from when they were little. They could have picked them up through trauma. They could have just picked them up because they're, you know, it's easy to get attachments. You know, because our soul can be pretty shiny things to things that... Don't like you know that like pretty shiny things. Um, I have seen personally uh, the negative ETs, so i.e. reptilian, uh, energetically. And see, this is another thing. I don't believe that. I think there's a lot of frequency disruptions that are not even on the planet. Meaning, I've come to realize there's some devices etherically put on the planet to mess with humans and their frequencies. They're frequency disruptors so that people can't have a higher crown chakra open to connect with higher source. Yeah, that's called a smart meter. Well... (laughs) (laughs) plus other things they got well there's also (laughs) stuff I mean that's a physical thing in the 3D I'm talking about non-physical things that are placed in the etheric to basically like a smart meter but that are not physical and not human made like the human some human or some machine did make that smart meter, and the smart meter is in the physical 3D yes, but it, yeah, Yes, and that's the key, is that the etheric that is interfering is using the smart meters. In other, oh. See what I'm saying? See what I'm saying? Oh, is that, uh, yeah, that, I see what you're okay, saying. Okay, so that's because why they... I also know they're using the Wi-Fi. See, we well, yes, set it up yes, yes. Them, so it's so easy... It's so easy for humans to be manipulated through Wi-Fi, through the smart meters, through... I mean, Wi-Fi is everywhere now. 
I mean, you you can't you can't even go up to the grocery store. You can't go anywhere, really. There's Wi-Fi. I mean, you could be sitting in the park and get Wi-Fi. So, yes, 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 yes. And so, um, but, but you see, this is this is this is what I'm talking about. I mean, you're actually talking to an acknowledged authority on the subject of all of this because I was talking about it for a long time. Okay, now the reason was is that back in 1976, I think it was, um, an ET that looked very much as a human being to everybody else flashed me a download of what the future looked like and they showed me the Wi-Fi control of everything. Okay, so I've been fighting this thing for a very long time. But the key to the whole thing is that they had to manipulate the 3D world into a technologically capable uh, 3D environment to allow the etheric attack on the planet. Because if you're talking about the the realms of... The, uh, you know, Satan and, and of the the Luciferian concepts of fallen angels. You know, that's all etheric energy primarily. Well, it's also a lot of other things, but, you know, it it doesn't really get into the 3D. It's it's It doesn't get that low. So you're dealing with that energy field. And that energy field is using all this crapola around us to um, attack us in ways that, you know, it goes beyond the physical. Now, I don't normally talk about this because who the hell would believe me then? They didn't believe me when I was telling them it was going to, you know, I mean, it's like, you know, but no, it's very much an attack from from the other side, let's call it. All right. And um, and that's why it 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 gets simpler. You see, all if you understand that the 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 true puppet master isn't even in the 3D. And this is another thing that Jesse's explaining, is that the people that she was confronting as 3D opponents were being controlled by this other side. So instead of fighting the 3D opponent, she would fight the other side. And that makes so much sense. We, you know, in order to free ourselves from the, the you know, the distraction and drama of the 3D environment, you really have to focus on where is or who is the enemy? And it's this other side. You know? And so once you understand that, you understand that they they operate with... Um, they make everybody in the 3D a bit crazy. They don't make rational sense anymore. But they, the opponent, is totally rational. And they know the rules of engagement. And one of those rules is that they have to have our consent. And if we say, no, we don't give you consent in a knowing way, they can't even touch you anymore. It's a simple game. It was the outcome is, no, understand who the, who the bad guy is and say, stop. Instead of telling this one to stop and this one to stop and this one to stop and this one to stop. No. Tell the puppeteer, stop. So it's a simple game to win, actually, in my opinion. As, as Dolly said, I'm done. <laughs> <laughs>
<laughs> I agree. I agree. I, I like to do it simplified. Just go to the main source of whatever it is that's bothering you and stop them. Why mess around with the in-betweens? Much easier in my world. Yes. Yes, much easier. <laughs> you know? I go for easy. I go for simple. You know? I mean, most games are, you know, once you understand the intricacies of the game, the game becomes simple. And I think that that's the difference in in the spiritual awakening that I see, is that the game board has changed, but also the players have changed. They can see that it, the game board changed. I mean, it's not just me. It's not you. It's not even Christia. It's like all people all over the the arena of of alternative thinking are starting to use the God word, the spirituality, the concept of, you know, new reality. I mean, all of the stuff that, that was fringe is no longer fringe. It's, it's, it's spreading everywhere. It's like you say, that, that we're into a spiritual revolution, evolution in our, in our understanding of, of the intricacies of life and the simplicity of how to play it. It's like you suddenly got a download of how to become a symph symphony conductor. You can see the entire orchestra. You can see how it's coming together. And now it's a matter of learning, you know, how do I have, what do I have to do to get the, su the sound better from the strings? Ooh, maybe we l need a little bit less trumpet over there. You know, that kind of concept to get it so that, you know, we got a ship that's, that's sailing straight. Plus, Under the beach. Christia t taught me about the angels. We have the angels we who are have. wanting to help us. And I figure if they want to, by George, I'm going to ask them. And I'm going to thank them for their help. Because it's gotten to where, gee, I can think something like, oh, I'm going to ask my angel that. Almost before I get those words out of my mouth, I can feel them trying to manifest it. And when I say it to them, boom, I, uh, it's there. There is an answer right there. It, but thank you. Thank you, Christia, so much. I can't thank you enough for telling me about the angels. You're welcome. That's it. You have nothing to say here, Christia? <laughs> No, seriously, you've done you've done an amazing. I mean, I I I I only can imagine how um, many people you have touched, especially on your radio station. Is that <laughs> is that going well for you? Well, I I don't get a lot of feedback. Um, you know, it's seven in the morning, but I kind of see it as my. She says the disclaimer, you know, um, and then I kind of just use it as like my pulpit i mean i talk you know it's called spirit talk from angels to er angels to aliens all things spiritual so i just kind of run the gamut and 
you know, like this week I kind of got on to people about if you're bored, you're spiritually lazy. Nobody should be bored right now. We got so much we got to be doing. There's no reason that a human being should be bored right now. There is so much to do, so much work, um, energetically and spiritually, and gosh, be having some fun, right? Like you said, get out in the sunshine, put your feet flat on the earth, get your hands dirty, um, enjoy nature, you know, God's candy, um, enjoy 3D, right, Why we're here. So, I, I, anyway, so I tend to... <laughs> I tend to just, you know, say a prayer and go live and uh, see what comes out. I don't plan it too much. Um, and then my co-host is really the lady that runs the, you know, she runs all the mechanics, kind of like what you do. And uh, making sure everything mechanically working. And uh, she might ask me a question here or there. Or she might have a theme she wants to talk about. Um, but then I just kind of run. But you're right. You know, we don't realize, not just me, but everybody has the ability to touch other people's lives. And a simple smile. I mean, I know with wearing a mask, we don't see people's smiles as much anymore. But, you know, a simple kind word. Um, we don't realize how far-reaching a, a, a smile can do. We don't realize holding the door open from somebody and say, have a nice day. Um, it, it can change people. Uh, kindness. Practicing kindness. You know, one thing that the entities don't have is empathy and compassion. One thing that makes us human is our empathy and compassion and our creativity. Um so, uh, and I'm not talking just art creative. I mean, being creative, uh, making a sandwich, being creative, how you comb your hair, uh, being creative, how you, you know, hang your uh, laundry out. Um, it doesn't necessarily mean fine arts. It can be, you can live a very creative, fun, you can be creative in your thoughts and creating your own world like Nancy was talking about. And it's really unlimited. We're only as limited as our human brain. And um, just being open to that. So you're right, Nancy. We don't realize how many lives people we touch. But we do. Everybody does. Everybody has the ability to touch other people with kindness and empathy and compassion. And again, that's what separates us from other species and I'm talking E.T. species, you know, because we're one race, people, the human race. I've said this many, many times. Oh, and what's so funny is, have you all seen, there's a there's a superhero movie called Captain Marvel. And ever since I was little, I have always said that we're one race, the human race, because we all bleed red. Well, there's a scene in this movie where she's a pilot. And they wreck. She's with her um, sub, uh, supervisor. And they wreck. And she realizes her supervisor's bleeding blue. And she's like, oh, my God, you're bleeding blue. And she's like, oh, yeah, kid, forgot to tell you, I'm an alien. 
And in that in that moment, because we rewatched it a couple weeks ago, it just hit me like I've always said we're you know we're human because we bleed red. And then here this is this line in this in this movie. Oh yeah, kid, I forgot to tell you I'm an alien. <laughs> <laughs> and it just—I thought how funny that you know they make it obvious. You know she's bleeding blue because um, the the girl that is the wound she's wounded too, and she's got you know blood, red blood, you know, and a gash in her head. But this other lady's, um, you got several gashes, and she's bleeding blue. Did um, you know that our blood actually is blue and right? Vein? And then, <laughs> and then when the oxygen, then when um, oxygen hits it, it turns red. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I know that. So, um, but we, but when it comes out of us, it's red, right? Right. Right. Red. So, um, yeah. So who knows what just color? So next to that line that was said in the show. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so um yeah we're you know there's a lot of different species not just but the thing that separates us and the thing that makes us human is our empathy and compassion and we can't forget that and that's what's going to be our saving grace is our empathy and compassion even towards the darky darks you know because one of the things um demons and darky darks don't like love you can love them away I started loving them. I started sending them big old love hearts, and they ran away. <laughs> they don't like love. <laughs> that does seem to be a universal rule. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'm going to play Stephen Curtis Chapman, Meant to Be. It's about four minutes. We'll be right back. Yes, she were meant to be with us. It's a Say What show. March 27th, 2021. My name is Nancy Hopkins. With me is Dolly Howard and Christia Cumming Slack. So, are you guys there? Hello, hello. Yep, I'm here. I'm here. Okay. That was a good song for this discussion, I think. Yeah, it was. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, gosh, there was something I was going to ask you. Oh, Christia, do you get call-ins when you when you're on your radio show? Is it set no. up that way? Oh. No, unfortunately, it's not. It's not set up that, that way. Now, I used to do a blog talk radio where I did free readings, and I did that for like four or five years, and we did get call-ins, and I did take, you know, off-the-cuff callers. Um. That can be good and bad. (laughs) Easy, but then it can also be intense because, but but what I found is some of the same people were calling in about the same thing. Um, You know, love stuff. (laughs) Um, And um, I just got tired of doing, you know, free readings. I didn't have to do that anymore. So it was taking a lot of my energy. Yeah, Um, yeah. And, uh, you know, it was the same kind of people. Um, but I did do some really good shows on that blog talk. I called it the Angel Power Hour. And I'd do an angel reading and a channeling. And um, and then I'd go live to the phones. And, uh, God, I did, you know. Well, 
Like, you know, you never know what you're going to get when you push. Right. right. Um, <laughs> you got to get thrown to the wolves. Um, you could get somewhere. Oh, gee, they accidentally get disconnected. <laughs> I don't know how that happened. Colleen would do that for me when I was doing those things. <laughs> Only a couple times did I have to, like, click them off. If I yeah. got somebody really um, angry or – but rarely did I. Usually people were – you could just tell that they were desperate and they were worried about blah, 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 you know. Yeah. yeah. And, um, uh, you know, I just uh, basically just soothe them, you know, just help them uh, bring in – I would – sometimes I didn't even know what to do with people, so I just prayed with them. Um, you know, because depending on what they got going on, it could be a whole host of, you know, right. trauma dramas. Um, you know, uh, people died, people in with cancer, people with serious illness, people with, you know, it could be a whole host of uh, a tragedy that someone has suffered. So um, I, sometimes I just prayed with people. Uh, I didn't need to say anything. I didn't need to fill the air with, you know, advice or anything. I would just, and I might just pull a card and say, you know, uh, I can offer you this or, you know, just kind of if I was guided to say anything. And and one or two times I did do a a literally live healing on somebody because they really needed the clearing and I just, I could not not do it, you know. Uh Um. Even though, you know, that's how I make my living. I just I, I, I just couldn't let them go on with, right. all, the, with all that clankety-clank on them. And sometimes uh, they just need a voice. Right. And hear a voice. Right. And I know that other people did benefit from me doing that work live, you know. Like other people that listen to the recording or um, or they're live on the radio. They, you know, they benefited from it. Um, but this this radio show is different. There's there's not any call-ins. It's just the co-host and me, and she'll ask me questions, and then, you know, we talk for an hour. So, um, yeah, and we talk about, again, all things, all different kinds of things. And then sometimes we talk about the planets and where the planets are and what's going on and... Uh, it just depends on what she asks me. It's kind of a spiritual potpourri. <laughs> oh, well, we're always so organized here. We know every subject we're going to talk about <laughs> and how many minutes. And Oh, yeah, right. <laughs> I, kind of I don't like think we were ever with... that way. <laughs> right, right, right. And the thing is, and I've learned this too, you can plan all day long, but if you're spirit driven, you're going to do what you're guided to do. Right. You know. Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, I try not to plan too much. So, what do the stars tell you about the where we're at? Well, um, actually, all planets were direct until today. Uh, Pluto just went retrograde or stationed retrograde. And tomorrow is a full moon in Libra. Basically, I mean, we're getting to move into eclipse season and there will be more planets retrograde. But we're given this opportunity right now, basically, 
where if you want to do something, if, 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 if something's been on your mind, I guarantee you your soul is urging you to do that. I guarantee you your angels and guides and God, if you feel like you're supposed to really be doing something, I guarantee you you're probably supposed to be doing it. Um, so I'm going to say get off the couch and do it. Um, and get out of your head, people. So many times humans think that we got to do this and we got to do that before we can do X, Y, and Z. No, just do it. Just work with what you got. Don't make it harder than it has to be. Keep it simple and and, and just do it. Don't talk about it. And if you're really wanting to manifest something you've never manifested, you can't continue to do the same things you've always done. You got to change up your routine. If you want to bring something new frequency wise into your energy field, into your life, you have to shift. You can't, you can't vibrationally stay the same and manifest something you've never manifested. It just, it's just not going to work. Quantum field isn't going to allow it. You've got to expand and open and shift. And remember, the only only constant is change, and stagnant water stinks. So, you know, be open to change. Be open to, to seeing a different perspective. But I guarantee you, if you've got something right on around and you think that you're supposed to do it, do it. I guarantee you, if you're meant to do it, people and things will be put in your path to help you do it. You just got to take the first steps and say, okay, God, I, I think I'm supposed to do this, so I, I'll, I am asking for your assistance. Remember, earth is a free will zone, and when we ask, we open to receive. And, you know, bada bing, bada boom. There you go. But, um, yeah. So, would you like to do some music and see what spirit leads you to say yeah i'll bring through some angelic sound so i'm gonna ask i'm just gonna say that i'm a clear pure channel and that frequency wise whatever needs to flow through me uh that it flow through me easily and peacefully and that whatever people need that it flow through me i'm just a bridge i'm just a bridge um and that angels, I open myself up to the angels and the higher frequencies. And I'm happy to bring through. Ay, 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 ay,
feel your feet. I'm now going to play the ocean drum. And see this as waves of love. Flowing from your angels to you. Just take it in. Remember that angels don't judge. Humans judge. Love is always there for you. That's what the angels want you to know. It's always there. It's in our human illusion that you're separate. You're not separate. behind you is your guardian angel and they're always with you and they have expanded their wings and given you a big old hug and have totally encapsulated you in their beautiful wings so that you can be safe and be open to asking for help You're never alone. You always have your guardian angel and your angels with you. Whether or not you believe in them, it doesn't matter. 
they're there anyway. You don't have to do anything. You're already deserving. You're already worthy. No matter what you may think of yourself, you're already deserving. You are loved. Take a deep breath. Well, thank you. <laughs> that was pretty amazing. Um, Dolly, are you with me? Oh, almost. Huh? I almost. Love that new, that new drum with the water. Oh yeah, my ocean drum. Oh my! You guys gosh. like that ocean drum? Yeah. That sent me. Oh. I like to do it, and I like to say, "You're you're receiving waves of love." Yeah. I like to use it in healings and say, you're receiving waves of love. Have you spent much time on the ocean? Yeah. I mean, because you got the ocean down pretty pretty damn good. <laughs> well, I love the ocean. I'm a water sign, too. And, you know, we're only, what, a mile from the intercoastal waterway. Yeah, uh, there's yeah. water all around us. Yeah. Yeah, thank you. And um, this drum, it can be really loud. Um. But I, I, I've been practicing uh, like a circular, a, a gentle circular tippy because it can get really loud, you know, pew, 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 like, you know, uh, waves really crashing, you know, on the rocks. But I try to do it in a way that's more of a gentle uh, wave. Well, but it takes a little, me. <laughs> takes a little, it takes a little practice. Well, you know, the, we have the strangest things happen when you're doing this music stuff. And today, um, when you went, you, okay, I, I, it was you went to the drum, and you, something happened with your mic, yeah. and you got very, very low. I could, I, I could hardly hear what you were saying, but then I realized, no, the effect of you being behind the drum, the drum was what was overpowering the sound, but your message was like getting whispered through it. It was so magical. Yeah. Um, now th they'll tell you. Well, this is what I I know is that when you're doing uh, drumming, the actual magic of the drum is in between the beats, and in between the beats was your voice giving your message. It was it was just a really good effect. And then when you put down the drum and and went to the uh, ocean. Your voice came back loud as could be. I mean, just perfect. You know, and I'm like, whoa. <laughs> <laughs> I love how that works. Yeah. So there's been some spiritual uh, adjustment in your in your presentation that I found very very interesting. I love it. I love it. I love it. I love it. Well, you know, last night I was watching um, Ancient Aliens, and unfortunately, I, I came into it about halfway through it. But I think I almost—I think I might as well. I've seen most of the information before regarding the more that that they do with um, 
archaeology and looking at the entire you know all, all of the things you should be looking at not just the ones you want to tell the story uh, acoustic archaeology they call it now and they're d d d uncovering the fact that in all sorts of different tombs and magical places that people have been talking about for eons, they were set up as sound chambers in order to induce the five hertz uh, signal that puts people into a meditative state. Have you ever come across that information? Not the five hertz, but I know sound is where it's at. I mean... And the archaeology I mean, that they're actually, you know, the ancients knew more about I, this technique. It's fascinating. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I, well, sound is where it's at because everything's a frequency. So, really, it, 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 that's why I do what I do. Because I know that sound is where it's at. Like, that's, uh, I just, yeah. It's the codes. That's how we travel. That's. That's, well, that's interesting, interestingly enough, um, Jessie again, she talks about uh, stargates and that stargates operate on a frequency. you got to know the song of the gate. Yep, 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 yep. You know? And um, it, it, one of the reasons that certain people get chosen to, you know, sort of be sucked into this dark side is because they actually have uh, uh, the ability to be able to get the, the tone and everything correct for opening all yeah. different types of stargates. Yes. But um, uh, it's, it's it's fascinating because Walt and I, well, I mean, my book, uh, The Shungite Reality, in there when I'm talking in the science section, you know, I, I, and, and it's, it's like as you're writing it, you're beginning to understand what you're writing, you know, that type of feeling. And I finally realized, oh, wow, okay. So everything in the universe is tied together by quantum uh, quantum entanglement. Now, quantum entanglement is sort of like this open-ended phrase. It means a lot of different things. But what it means is that at the very basic fundamental building blocks, you have a connection with anybody that has the same kind of frequency signature that you do. So you get quantum entanglement when you live in a neighborhood, when from your family, from the jobs you do, you pull in all these little quantum entanglement type of things that make you very, very unique. And yet you can resonate with uh, those little pieces. That they're, like, they're like little snippets of energy that, are, that create our energy body as we go through life. And... So you've got the quantum entanglement that keeps everything sorted together, but the resonance is what makes it go. So every time you get near a person who is similar in frequency, the signals are similar to yours, you're going to affect them and they're going to affect you because it's like they all sort of start to dance together. And when you look at everything as energy then you understand the full implications of sound and the Russians you know I mean I say this all the time but they studied the 90% of DNA that the West calls junk DNA and they discovered that the best way to modify DNA is through the human voice 
And that's a pretty powerful statement. So if we can change DNA with our voice, what can we do if we sing the songs of love and compassion? All of these are frequencies. Maybe we should just start singing and playing drums and flutes and just doing yep. music. That's what we're doing. We're having people over. Um, uh, we're having people over next weekend. And uh, we've consistently been getting, since we moved into our new house, we've been consistently having people over at least once a month, uh, drumming and singing and dancing. And it's so important. I, I, you know, yeah. I totally am right there with you. I wish I could come. I wish you were here, too. We live so far apart from all of our friends here. Maybe you should do a Zoom call. On the air. Well, I did. uh, That's funny you say that because last Saturday was Spring Equinox, and I did did lead a Zoom drum for an online... um, angel group uh they asked me uh to lead it and i did do a zoom um but maybe i can do a zoom live thing while we're doing it next weekend well just keep it keep it in mind you know okay yeah it would be it would be so much um well we in the back into the 90s we used to have have, i've got a basket full of all sorts of little rattles and and noisemakers and stuff, you know. And we had some huge, beautiful drums, um, and flutes, all a whole bunch of you know different flutes. And we would just get together, and nobody would. Well, we had one musician there. Well, Peter was a totally you know he's a musician, but the rest of us were just playing with what we had. Some of the most incredible music I've ever heard in my life came out of those groups. You know, and we'd have anywhere from, you know, maybe six to twenty some people, and it was just uh, once you want, you know, we, music. You know, what else are you doing? You know, make some music. And I'm talking about you, even your families. You know, <laughs> get everybody together and just start rattling and rocking and rolling. Because if you if you see this, you know, what, what these what these magical mystical places were designed to do was put people in meditative state by subjecting their mind to the frequency that is the frequency of creativity of meditation it just is it enhances your ability to focus in in that layer of reality and we can do that in our houses Heck, there's probably sounds out there that you can pump in that'll do the same thing. But, you know, we can't underestimate what, what uh, sound does, and including the human voice. When you say something that's mean and nasty and awful, that's a terrible vibration to put into reality. You know. Well, the uh, Dr. Emoto proved that, the water guy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. He proved all that. Yeah. That's all documented. Sure is. But each of us can do, you know, what we can for our own domain, as as they like to talk about. You know, this is Earth is our domain. We were given dominion over this property, and nobody has any right, including Lucifer. You know, take it away from us. Stand up. 
You don't have to take your pitchforks or your rifles. You just have to stand up and invoke the, the purple flame. I just heard that. I, I Angels always talk to me in song. I just heard that Bob Marley song. Get up, stand up. Stand up for your rights. So, yeah, we got to we gotta do it. Nobody can do it for us. Nancy's saying truth. You got to get up. Get off the couch. Stop watching. Oh, yeah, no, 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 no. That's not true. A lot of, a lot of, a lot of entities could do it for us. But then where would we be? Well, it's our time to shine. It's our time to right. take the take the pulpit that's and say, right. "Listen to us. Just you know, we're good people. Humanity is good people. The people that you think are just awful people are people that are maybe not even humans. We don't know that yet, but they're not human <laughs> beings." <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. That person that's pushing your buttons may not even be human. <laughs> Have you seen Resident Alien? Alien. Is that like Resident Evil? No, no. Resident Alien. It's a TV show on sci-fi. Oh, we talked about this last time. Oh my god. This thing is incredible. I need to watch it. You have to watch it. (laughs) I mean, it's like they've got one more show before the end of the season, and now they're talking season, thank God, because it is just one of the... it's, it's, It's always... It's always making me laugh, but it's always making me go, oh, interesting, right? But you know that Giorgio from Ancient Aliens? You know yes. the guy with the fuzzy hair? I'm yeah, not even going to try to pronounce dude. his last name. Okay. So, the resident alien, the, the a- alien, okay, is running from an alien hunter. The alien hunter can see him for who he is. So he's running and he hides. And he, he finds this guy, and it's Giorgio. And he says to Giorgio, "I'm hunting. I'm an alien, and and this guy is hunting me." And Giorgio says, "Oh, I, I'd love to take in an alien." And they sit down, and they have this weird. I mean, oh, the alien is is eating this 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 fruit basket thing that the fruits in the shape of of um, flowers. And he's eating this stuff while Giorgio's telling him all about ancient aliens. It's hysterical. I mean, and, and, and the people in it. Linda Hamilton the from the Terminator. You know you know the Terminator story? Yes, I know that. Yes, okay, okay yes. she's in it. I mean, it's just like you never know who's going to crop up in this, in this story from, you know, that it's, it's, it's a farce. It's so much fun. I recommend it to everybody. It's just one of the funniest things I've ever seen, and I don't I don't no, watch is, comedy. Is Giorgio in it all the time? No, no, it was a, it was a, you know just just one just that episode. one thing, yeah. Well, because the alien said, "Well, I'm done with your flower fruit that looks like flower, so adios." I left you the he says I left you the melon because they taste like old woman's perfume. <laughs> he says things like that. <laughs> <laughs> it, it's really, it, it's just it. It's very, very well done, and uh, <laughs> I don't even. I'm so glad there's going to be more of it because it was just so enjoyable. But anyway, uh, yes, Resident Alien is a sci-fi channel, I think. I'm pretty sure, and I highly recommend it. If you can watch it, watch it. You, you owe it to yourself. It just takes you into a different zombie land, <laughs> and they have so much that. 
is actually factually true that you're drawn into it you know well it could be it's almost plausible uh, yeah well they say they show us before they do it it may come true <laughs> I don't know but I love the fact that they're not nobody's wearing masks oh <laughs> apparently yes. apparently the uh, you know TV production and I'm sure they're not making movies with masks either but um, you know they're not wearing masks. But people, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you another uh, public announcement here. If you're wearing masks, get Colloidal Silver spray bottle. They come in different um, uh, uh, dosage, but you just need the the basic one, and spray your masks. It'll keep them from bacteria and, and all sorts of crap that can grow in them. More importantly, it'll it'll allow the organ to flow into your system. So if you're gonna if you have to wear these masks, at least protect yourself with a little bit of uh, colloidal silver. You can get it at Amazon in a spray bottle, easy to use. Just make sure it's a, you know reputable people over there. I can't tell you which one I got. I got it from I got it from um, what's his name Derek there. That guy has got all the got, got all his stuff. Oh my God, is he Derek got stuff? Derek Condit. Derek Condit. He's got crystal skulls of dragons, Christia. I mean, he's got some. As a matter of fact, he sent me one. Now, now and that's another. That's another thing. You know, I, I'm I'm firmly convinced that um, <laughs> Gene Rockefeller was here. And she, she, she not only, not only did Sasquatch come and in the daylight, and you know mess around with our heads, making noises, and then becoming a squirrel and stuff. And and you know, Gene was very much aware that Sasquatch was was out there, and she was scared. And I said to Sasquatch, I said, what, why, what are you doing here? And they said, she was a little girl in the forest, and we accidentally scared her. She's still, she's still carrying that with you, with her. So I said to her, I said, were you ever in uh, a forest and got scared by Sasquatch? She said, not in this lifetime, but in another lifetime, yes. And I said, well, that's what they're here for. They want you to forgive them for scaring you like that and let it go so that they can work with you again. And um, so she seemed to understand that. And then later on, as the sun went down and it got dark, <laughs> I'm in the kitchen and I'm doing something with the sink. So I got my back to the door and I turned, I was turning to go to the refrigerator, open up the refrigerator, when all of a sudden she like screams and <laughs> jumps, she jumped into me and then she jumped, ran around behind me. And what had happened is that she went to go outside the door, out the door. And when she unlocked it, it felt like somebody was holding the door. And then she saw these fingers come around and open the door. And, I mean, that would have freaked me out, too. But as she's freaking out and yelling about that, she says, Oh, my God, there's a face. And I'm like, I don't see no face, you know. But she was... So Sasquatch, you know, they, they didn't want to scare her, but I guess they scared the scare out of her because after that she didn't seem to be as scared of them. But anyway, do you believe in Sasquatch, <laughs> Christia? 
Oh, Bigfoot? Sounds... Yeah, when I was really little, I was fascinated by Bigfoot. Oh, yeah. I was well, fascinated by Bigfoot. Mm-hmm. Well, they're all around, and, and uh, you know, people don't... See, I think that they're all around, but I also believe in the gnomes and the fairies and the green man and, you know, all of this, and dragons. You know, I believe the... And the djinn. I believe that the... And unicorns. And unicorns. I haven't personally met a unicorn, but I'm not... It's just not part of my experience. I Well, I channeled a bunch of them. Uh-huh. Uh... And they're a certain frequency. They're on the rainbow frequency, the rainbow tribe. They're uh-huh. part of the healing. And um, and they're there. They're there with the dragons. and uh, But, yeah, it's the same kind of thing. They're, they're there on a frequency. We just got to tune in. Again, uh, like uh, I was saying during the sound thing today, uh, what the angels were talking about. Uh, humans have been conditioned, dumbed down to a certain range, you know, to see, hear, feel. But there's the full spectrum. So, you know. Yep, 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 yep. So, yes, he's got these crystal skulls of the dragons that are just pretty amazing. <laughs> Dragon energy. So, yeah, and you can, you know, I mean, the... the Anybody that lives anywhere that you've got any kind of foliage around you, just go out there and sit and be quiet and ask the, you know, the the plant, because every plant has, this, this is what I've heard, I don't, this seems to be true, but um, every plant has a certain uh, f- uh, fairy that is associated with it. So a deva. A diva, yeah, let's, let's call yeah, it. Yeah, it's a yeah. diva. It's kind of like how humans have souls, plants have divas. Okay. And, um, yeah. Can you explain yeah. them a little more? Um, well, um, I learned this through Paralandra, Michelle Smallwright. She actually has, um, she developed a thing called map coning. It's a four-point healing coning. And you use pain in the nature spirits, the diva of healing, your higher self and the White Brotherhood Medical Unit team, especially your team. But you can also do a four-point healing coating for animals. Um, but every living thing, and then she has garden workbooks on how to co-create with nature. How to, instead of like just planting tomatoes because you want to plant tomatoes, talking to the tomato plant, talking to your yard, talking to the day of your land in about where to plant the tomato is the tomato going to be okay? You know what I mean? Like a total co-creating with, um, and she's been doing it since the 70s. In fact, she's retired uh, recently, So, but there are people carrying her torch on. And then there's also Finhorn, uh, which is a co-creating place in Scotland. Um, and they're all about uh, 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 uh learning about devas and the energies of plants but basically you like nancy said you could go sit under a tree and you could just connect with the deva of the tree and basically it's the conscious life force of the tree so you can talk to the deva even if you chop down a tree the deva's still there um uh when um 
where I used to live, the mobile home park, when they started chopping down all the trees after um, Hurricane uh, Matthew. I think it was Matthew. It was the. It was in 2015, I think, or 2016, um, when uh, when that happened, and they started cutting down pine trees. There was like an overlighting day before the group of trees, and um, yeah, it's it. They can have um, individual trees can have the, a deva, but there's also an overlighting deva of an of a group, like a group of plants or a group of, uh, like say your grass, um, you know, individual blades of grass, but then you've got uh, the overlighting Dave of grass. But if you're, let's say you've got an ant problem. One of the things that I, you can do is you can call in Pan the Nature Spirits, the Dave of Animal Communication, the Deva of Ants, your higher self, because you are co-creating with nature. So you've got to connect with your higher self. And then you just talk to them the way you would talk, like how Nancy and Dolly and I are talking. You explain what's going on. Say you don't want to use chemicals. You don't want to kill the ants. But they can't be in your kitchen or they can't be wherever they are that you don't want them to be. And could they move? Could could the, could Could they go over here? Like, it's okay if they're over here and not over here. And give them time to move. You know, say, I'm going to give you 48 hours to move your nest. Or I'm going to give you however long you need. And you can ask them, hey, you guys, can you do this? Do you want to do this? Can, you know, can we work together? You might be real surprised at how cooperative. Like, um... We've been getting wasps in the screened-in porch, and I don't kill, but I take a little um, jar with a lid, and I'll kind of scoop them up. But before I go for them, I'll say, okay, wasp, I just want you to know I'm not going to hurt you. I'm not here to kill you. I want to set you free outside the screen. So, and then I just ask Pan the Nature Spirits and the Deva of Wasp and the Deva of Insect Communication that, you know, let this wasp know. I mean it no harm. And I'm just going to, you know, scoop it up in this little jar with this little lid and stick it out, stick it out the screened in porch door. And uh, I've been very successful. Um, I actually just rescued a little white, sweet, sweet, sweet little white, all white moth. Uh, And when I see all white insects, to me, that's a direct line to spirit. Uh, And this little tiny, tiny, tiny white, white moth was kind of fuzzy. And probably no bigger than my pointer finger fingernail. Tiny little thing. But so sweet. And when I picked her, I say she. When I picked her up, because the cats were going to get her. When I picked her up, she was like, had a a vibration to her. Uh, And I just knew she was for me to, I just knew I was supposed to rescue her and set her free. And, um, And sometimes we know. You know, we know that we're supposed to help uh, little critters or little things. You know, man isn't supposed to chomp, 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 take over things. We're supposed to co-create. You know, a guy is alive, nature's alive, and it's highly intelligent. We just got to tune in. Get out of our human ego. Tune in. 
You know, the, the, the best example I ever had of, of, you know, how much they really understand. Um, we had a lizard in the house, and it was a big lizard. It was a Cuban lizard, which they can grow to be, you know, a foot long. And this one was a medium-sized one, but still, you know, you don't want to get too close to them because they can bite you, and they've got some really, really bad teeth. So I have my friend pick up a, a net from the uh, pet store on her way home. And so uh, uh, this <laughs> this lizard's underneath a, a, a chair on the rung, so there's no way I can get this net around him. He's no clear way of doing it. So I take the net and I kind of like open it up so that the opening, you know, he could walk right in it. And I said to him, I said, I thought he was a he. I said to him, look it, here's the deal. You get in that net, I'll take you outside. You'll be safe. But you got to get in that net. And it took him about uh, two minutes, maybe three minutes to consider the situation. And then he got down off that chair and went into the net. I picked it up and took him outside. Yep. I mean, yeah, there, I, mean there I was like, I was like, oh my god, oh my god, I can't believe this is happening. <laughs> Wasn't like I was real cool about it. I just thought, well, let's try this, you know. But it worked. <laughs> yeah. The only thing I would have done different is I would have connected with Pan the Nature Spirits and the Dave of the Animal, or the Dave of the Lizard and the Dave of Lizards and the, you know. But you did it much simpler. <laughs> I, I take the simple way out. You know, who's who's yeah, who's the, the problem? Where's the problem here? It's this lizard. Hey, lizard, please go in there. Please go in there. Yeah, get in the net. Get in the net. I've had it done. I've had it. I've done it with other critters too, but nothing like this lizard because it was like he sat there and considered what I had said. I could see that he was like. Okay, and oh, so, yeah. you know, how am I going to do this now? i got to climb down off, you know. and Yeah, okay, he probably checked in with his higher self and his diva. and said, Yeah, she's a good person. Go. <laughs> Maybe you had to do a background check on me. I don't know. But. <laughs> That's so funny. Well, that yeah. big-ass snake didn't listen to me. Which big-ass snake? The, the one that came in twice when I was in the end of the pool and it was right beside me by trying to get out the door and then the time when the boys broke the screen out and it crawled in the screen it probably didn't know what snake. you meant when you were going like ah! I said please leave 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 get out in <laughs> oh, my geez. calm voice <laughs> <laughs> it didn't listen so Christia we're getting to the end of the show. You want to tell people how they can get a hold of you and what you might have going on? Oh, yeah. Um, well, they can visit my website at Christia, C-H-R-I-S-T-I-A, Cummings.com. Uh, I'm not too much on Facebook anymore, uh, but you can uh, find me on Instagram under Christia Cummings Art because um, I just started an Instagram with just my art. Or angelic dot goddess and um, also YouTube Christia Cummings and I'm trying to post more YouTubey things and I also have a Patreon account um, and that is uh, every day I post stuff about my art and my writings and my channelings um, 
And you can find me on uh, Christia Cummings on Patreon. Uh, Or you can just email me uh, at ChristiaAngelMedium at gmail.com. And then I'm here every fourth Saturday of the month. But I'm here if you need me. And in your area there, um, what channel would they be listening to? Oh, it's uh, it's WRUU.org. And if you you can actually just you can listen anywhere in the world if you go to wruu.org to their website and you can just click on live. So like if you were up at 7 a.m. Eastern Standard Time on a Wednesday morning, you can hear us live. Um, and I'm almost positive. I don't know if she's kept up with it, but there are archive shows. Uh, now how current she's kept up with that that I don't know, but yeah. <laughs> Okay, so thank you again for another very, very enjoyable show. Thank you, Dolly. You want to say goodnight? Thanks, Christia. I love you. Thanks, everybody, for listening, whether you're live in chat or listening elsewhere. I don't understand the elsewhere, but <laughs> I know you listen elsewhere. So thanks for listening, and and I'll be talking to you again sometime bye bye from Dolly World say what say what radio show with no agenda it's always a surprise but if we're not having fun we're doing something wrong <laughs>